0: Yeah, I mean, all the odds are stacked against John Ryder at this point. I mean, he's a credible opponent, don't get me wrong. He's the interim champion. So, you know, he's got something under his belt. But he's coming into hostile territory, really. He's coming into Mexico, facing Canelo Alvarez, the undisputed 168-pound super middleweight champion of the world. And if you look at their resumes, the people in common between fighters and opponents that they've both had, Ryder has lost them all. So, Again, the odds are completely against him. I think it's going to be a competitive fight to a degree. Um, I think Ryder's coming in here to win. This is the biggest fight of his career, the biggest fight of his life. The greatest opportunity he will have moving forward is tomorrow. Um, But I don't think he has enough to get anywhere near um, toppling or upsetting Canelo Alvarez, especially at home with the crowd behind Canelo
1: Welcome back to the RBR recap presented by Round by Round Boxing. I'm Alex Burgos, joined today by uh, a man in Mexico, and I'm jealous by the backdrop and everything, Sebastian Milo. How are you, sir?
0: Good. Can't complain. out here in
1: Guadalajara, so nothing to complain about, right? Yeah, for sure. For sure. As we get ready for fight night, we're one day away. Canelo Alvarez versus John Ryder. Excited to talk and chop it up uh, with you. Uh, first thing, I want to get your impression on and, and what you feel the the fight environment and the excitement is out there. You being, you know, where the fight is going to take place. How do you think uh, things are shaping up and, and what's the environment like?
0: You know, so far, I think uh, the locals are still going about their business right now. You know, they got more important things to handle. So the atmosphere is not as electric as I expected. But we saw this a couple of weeks ago when we were in Vegas, you know, for Tank Rush Ryan 2. Today is the day, though, I expect things to really pick up. Today's the public weigh-in. None of the events prior to this were public. So this is where the fans are going to show out and show up. And today's the day to really see the atmosphere popping. In terms of the city, though, I mean, you have the signs all over, the billboards, the buses branded with Canelo Ryder. So the promotion is there, but the people will show up today.
1: Definitely, yeah. And we'll we'll look forward to watching some of your, you know, highlights and, and stories and things like that on social media. If you're not following Sebastian, make sure to do so. We'll put his... Um, at you know in the description and everything so you always do great fight week coverage and uh, fight night coverage so we'll definitely check that out and Cabra Sports as well so um, I want to jump into who you think is going to win this fight obviously the the favorite is Canelo but if not just so much who's going to win how do you think it happens is
0: you know decision stoppage how do you think this is going to go yeah I mean all the odds are stacked against John Ryder at this point I mean he's A credible opponent, don't get me wrong. He's the interim champion. So, you know, he's got something under his belt. But he's coming into hostile territory, really. He's coming into Mexico, facing Canelo Alvarez, the undisputed 168-pound super middleweight champion of the world. And if you look at their resumes, the people in common between fighters and opponents that they've both had, Ryder has lost them all. So, again, the odds are completely against him. I think it's going to be a competitive fight to a degree. Um, I think Ryder's coming in here... To win this is the biggest fight of his career the biggest fight of his life the greatest opportunity he will have moving forward is tomorrow um but i don't think he has enough to get anywhere near um toppling or upsetting canelo alvarez especially at home with the crowd behind canelo so i think canelo starts a little slow um but he closes it out i think tko body shot round eight in my opinion
1: Okay. Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, I've been talking about this fight with a couple of different people this week, and I'm I'm in the agreement with you that I'm I'm looking at maybe six, seven, eight in that in that realm. And you know, Canelo's punches, even that he lands to the arms, end up wearing guys down and things like that. And I think Ryder's that perfect type of opponent to just kind of like start absorbing, maybe think that he can take it, and then get broken down. Exactly. Um,
0: you saw that a couple of years ago, right in 2020, at the first fight in super middleweight for Canelo against Callum Smith. I right. mean, you saw what he did to the arms. He he just broke them down, and at a certain point, Callum could not lift his arms anymore. It was defenseless, no attacking left, and he took him out.
1: Right. And even Bivol said those arm punches hurt. I mean, for as much as, you know, he did against Canelo and, you know, he got the victory, but those arm punches do hurt. So hopefully for Ryder's sake, he has a strategy of at least moving around a bit. So um, it remains to be seen how it's done. But I think, you know, the general uh, consensus is definitely uh, Canelo uh, victory. And that kind of leads me into the the betting odds, which we like to talk about as well. Right now, I'm looking at BetMGM, which is one of our betting partners over at Pod. Presented by round by round boxing is minus 2000 for Canelo and a plus 750 for John Ryder. Now, plus 750 is not this huge, you know, um, disadvantage or or advantage for Canelo when you're looking at it from a betting perspective. But, um, you know, when you get into maybe the particulars, the method of victory, if you have Canelo by stoppage, that's a minus 300. I think that's a, a good bet if you parlay it with something else, maybe one of the undercard fights or even one of the other matchups um In say basketball or, or or another sport that's going on, so you could potentially make some money around there. I don't know, Sebastian. You think minus two thousand for Canelo and plus one hundred and fifty for John Ryder? I mean, you think that's in the you know good realm? Does that make sense in terms of uh, what the
0: odds are? It makes sense where it's at. I mean, I would have thought they would be a little bit wider, but you know, when you're winning, that's when people discredit you the most, right? They always have something to say when you're winning, and with Canelo. A lot of people are saying in this fight, oh, where is he at? Is he getting too old? Is this the next chapter for him? Um, does he really still have it? So maybe that's why they're a little bit closer than they should be. But it's it's a fair evaluation.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I remember uh, even the Bival fight. Keep keep going back to that one. But I, I want to say Bival was like a plus 350. So it's not even, you know, he was the underdog, but not all that much far away from, from John Ryder. So that's kind of what I always try to gauge with when we're talking about Canelo fights. Um, in terms of how much of a favorite that he is. But obviously this is a different fight, uh rider, a different fighter than bivolt But um, it remains to be seen what he brings to the table and if he can, you know, throw maybe a wrench here and there uh as a southpaw, you know what I mean? Maybe, maybe do something to make things interesting, let's say. Um, but I think, you know, in terms of quality of opponent, you know, he's is a step down for Canelo, but this is a homecoming fight. You got to look at it in that perspective and you know, if anyone, I've said this before, if anyone's worthy of one of these kind of like pick uh homecoming fights, it is Canelo.
0: Yeah, and I think this is the best credible fight that he fighter he could have got for a homecoming return. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it's not that lopsided when you look at the other possibilities that were out there for him to face. So, again, interim champion, you know, a guy who later in his career has really picked things up. Uh, and, he, and he's got a lot of unfavorable returns also, Ryder. I mean arguably beat you know jacobs and right the other one against uh who's that smith Smith. yeah exactly so his record does not reflect truly who he is and the capabilities that john Ryder has so you just never know and again punch his chance in a fight like this
1: yeah agreed and uh so moving uh, a little further outside of just this fight assuming that canelo wins which is what we're both both predicting what do you think should be next because there's a you know a ton of talent at 168, you know, Canelo has said, you know, they need to fight each other. Benavidez and Plant kind of got that ball rolling, but you have guys like, you know, uh, Demetrius Zandre, Jamal Charlo, um, you know, David Morel, if you want to throw his name, which I think is really far-fetched for, you know, Canelo to even consider because just because Morrell doesn't bring much to the table and he's very dangerous unless he beats one of these other guys like a Benavidez or, uh, you know, uh, an Andre. Or, but even that, I don't, I don't think that those guys are readily like, jumping to the table to be like sign it you know let's fight morale because Morel is just super dangerous but um i think in terms of those guys before i kick it to you i think Benavides is probably in the best position to be like hey okay look i beat you know one of the guys that you fought for a title um i've probably done the most um you know compared to these other guys so he may even just try to kind of wait around maybe take a softer touch to see okay will canelo really fight me uh, maybe next year or what have you. But what do you think if Canelo successful? What does he look at doing in September, uh, first of all?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it comes down to what will be versus what should be. Mm-hmm. Um, what will it be is probably the fight against b We know Canelo really wants that. I saw a quote uh, that he said the other day that he's willing for it to be at um, 175 again so that they don't blame him for draining b down to 168 and getting the lesser version of b so nobody can discredit canelo again i think that's extremely risky at 175 i don't know if really canelo can can win that rematch again um at 168 it's a different story but that's probably the fight that will happen canelo has been very vocal that he wants it even though his team has you know been pretty quiet and saying that probably not the best idea Mm -hmm. what should happen what I would like to see is a fight against Benavides. Yes, he's earned it compared to everyone else. And a fight against Morel, no, it doesn't make any sense. It's high risk, low reward. There's no return on that. Same thing as Demetrius Andrade. I mean, that's always been the storyline for many years with Andrade. But uh, the fight in September for Canelo, it's it's arguably, I think, it's going to be Vivo, without a doubt, the rematch. For sure. Yeah, I
1: agree with everything you said. And I'd love to see a Benavides fight. And I also agree that Look, Bival, it was a good victory for Bival. It was a good challenge for Canelo, but no need to see that again, especially at 175, I think. um, But, you know, it just speaks to the competitive nature of Canelo. So you just can't, you know, say, just walk away, you lost. Because obviously a guy like him um, at the pinnacle of the sport, that you get there for a reason, because you have that urge that that need to be great, uh, you know, like Michael Jordan and all the rest of them before him um that's how athletes are and they're just built different so if he does take that fight i could probably see why because he's just trying to chase that that loss and and do do right by his own standards i guess is what you could say so uh it remains to be seen hopefully we do get a clearer picture um after this fight i do like what jose benavid the senior is doing kind of starting to drop like little insults here and there you know getting that ball rolling is t- in terms of uh, promotion but it remains to be seen if canelo bites and you know, I think he's obviously earned at this point the ability to kind of pick and choose. So again, morale doesn't make sense. Uh, he's, you know, shunned Andre a thousand times already. I think we're talking, you know, maybe Benavides or Charlo, if we're talking one of the bigger fights, uh, you know, one of those two
0: guys. And, you know, I, I would sign up for either one of those fights, um, especially and, and, over a B-Ball one. And that's the thing, though, like what Jose Benavides is doing, I think he should continue doing it because, mm-hmm. in my opinion, I think Canelo, compared to recent years, he's taking it a lot more personal, Canelo. Maybe because right. he's heading into that new chapter of his career where, you know, on, on the on the decline, right? Uh, not there yet, but, you know, it's going to head that way inevitably. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I saw yesterday, I think it was, Canelo responded to people saying Gervonta's the face of boxing, where he said, reminder, I'm still here. Right. <laughs> the face of boxing. Gervonta still has a ways to go. Years ago, Canelo never would have addressed something like that. He j- would have shrugged it off, just like he did the payday thing with Andre. So I think Canelo's taking things more serious. He wants to disprove his haters a little bit more, and and uh, he's getting a little sensitive to it. So if Benavides keeps up that conversation, maybe he does bite. I don't fucking care. And I like it. Keep it up, uh, Team Benavidez, because that's
1: a fight that we want to see, and uh, we'll see what happens. But Sebastian, really appreciate your time. Um uh, glad to see you're having a good time out in Mexico. Enjoy the fight, and we'll definitely check in afterwards.
0: Sounds good, Alex. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the RBR Recap. Make sure to follow us on
1: social media at RBR Recap and visit
0: RBRRecap.com for the latest episodes.